Hello, and welcome back to Spilling the Tea, the podcast about Tina Paul, um, who is right next to me. Yeah. That's her. And I am Gabriel Perez, her son. Um, this is a podcast mostly designed for future generations, or myself, uh, down the line, as time does what time does. Um, and this way we have a verbal record of so much of Tina's life. And I'm gonna stop calling her Tina, as I sometimes (laughs) say, because it makes us both feel a little weird that I'm saying that. But you don't know who we are, so I have to. Um, no, I don't want to update Wavelength, thank you. Um, anyway, so today, here in America, is, uh, election day. Um, so we figured, not to talk necessarily about, like, today's election things, but... Because I don't even know what they are. I gotta look them up oh, and then so go vote. Many. It's it's crucial. It's but crucial. But I could talk. I'm so nervous about this. I could talk for twelve hours. So we're not going to. No, right? we're not and going I don't to. Make this political. She'll tell me who to vote for after after we're done with the podcast, and then I'll go do that. Okay. So that we'll have two votes 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 uh, for the right person. <laughs> um, two John Voits. That's who I want to vote for. I want him for comptroller. No, no. <laughs> no, no John Voigt? No. Okay. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, I the question to lead us in is what political things... Well, we got to talk about the tea. Oh, the tea. I didn't even think about the tea. That's also why it's called Spilling the Tea is because we're drinking some tea. Yeah. Um, so today we're enjoying... We're enjoying Dorian Gray Blend. And, um, okay, I, I, I chose it for a reason, because it's election day, and, it's, and anytime you vote, it's a time for reflection to me. But for those who don't know the story of Dorian Gray, it was written by Oscar Wilde uh, back in the 1800s, and um, Victorian times, so it was late 1800s. Uh, it was first as a little article, and then he developed it into like a novella. So not a big, long thing. But, all right, basic plot, basic, basic, is there's this really uh, gorgeous, handsome young man named Dorian Gray. He has his portrait painted. Um, and kind of like a deal with the devil, he said uh, it was, he would give his soul, basically, to stay young and have only the portrait age. Oh, that's fun. So, he uh, he was lured on. There's a guy named Henry that was kind of provocative. Oh, um, I hate provocative Henrys. But what happened is he, Dorian, um, was very cruel to his fiancée, Fiance ends up killing herself. Whoa. He goes and looks at the portrait, and the portrait has like a sneer on it. So already with the cruelty, the portrait changed a little bit. Uh-huh. He puts, he went, whoa, but okay. And the portrait was a little bit older, too. Interesting. So he puts he puts the portrait away for 18 years. During that those 18 years, he did not age a day, but he was, he lived a, he was living a life of deceit, murder. Murder. Um, cruelty and, and, and debauchery. Whoa. Really, a, really an evil person, but he had this exterior of beauty. Of, uh... So... I'm gonna. I'm gonna. There's a lot of little plot points, but switching to the end, he um, after the 18 years, he sees the portrait. Sure. He goes and looks at it, and the portrait is looks like this old monster. It oh. was it was horrific. But yeah. The portrait had torn, turned yeah. into, and um, his friend Basil said, "You better go repent because." This is bad. You know, this deal with the devil is not working out well. As they oft do. Yes. So, 
Dorian goes, whoa, okay, all right, I better do something nice. <laughs> so he decides he was going to rape a, a young girl on that, his estate. That's not the sense that I expected he, after that. he decided not to rape her. Oh, well, that's nice. And he thought, well, that's a nice thing that to do. That is a nice thing to so do. It's nice to not rape he goes and people. he looks at the portrait, and the portrait had was still old, well, but sure. had a look of cunning. Because you can't... What Dorian was doing is, oh, I gotta, re, I gotta repent to fix the portrait. It wasn't an honest. It wasn't repentance. like actual guilt. It was exactly. Just... So it was maneuver, trying to maneuver in another way. So Dorian got pissed off. He takes a knife, and he stabs the painting. Well, that doesn't seem smart. The house, the household maids and stuff like that heard this blood-curdling scream come from upstairs in the attic where the yeah. portrait was. And there was and somebody walking by outside also heard, and he called the police. Well, they go upstairs. <laughs> Very important. To, <laughs> that, it's that's a, crucial detail. It is. No, it's if, not. Well, but I would have asked, how did the police know? How, I so, <laughs> so they go upstairs, and they find this old body on the floor it what with a knife through his heart and it was dorian, it was dorian gray. gray himself and the portrait was back to being this young beautiful thing whoa so anyway my thing about about choosing it's really it's a good story that sounds great um and i love oscar wilde is a great writer yeah so. i know it's a classic i've heard of it but um so the reason why i chose dorian gray for today is because i find <laughs> that i mean you're probably already guessing because I politicians it's well you know it's it's not just yes the politicians, but it's the people who follow and enjoy the cruelty of yeah. the politicians. There is so much cruelty and mockery and dishonesty in in the the atmosphere today of the politicians that I feel we need the portraits in two ways. One your own personal portrait that you keep because it reflects your soul. Yeah. And really reflect and look at yourself and go, oh, why am I enjoying the cruelty so much? You know, it's like it's like the people who were what is laughing missing f- at yeah. Paul Pelosi getting bashed in the head with a hammer. Oh, Jesus. Um, Nancy I, I Pelosi's husband. They broke in. Where's Nancy? Like Seriously? Yeah. I, I haven't heard this. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm, I've been out of the loop as far as no, news so, goes. No, so, I mean, Pelo- they, they live in San Francisco. Nancy Pelosi had just flown back to Washington. This guy, who is like QAnon, I mean, cult, cult, uh, January 6th supporter for the insurrection, all of this craziness. He breaks in to the Pelosi home, and Paul Pelosi, who's 82 years old, is in bed. This is like 2 in o'clock bed. in the morning. The guy goes up to the bedroom, and you see, the thing is, Nancy Pelosi has a whole security detail because she's the second in line well, sure, for the presidency, yeah. and she's the House Speaker. The leader of the house, you know, whatever you call yeah, it. Yeah. There is no security detail for her them, husband. For her husband. Unless so she's there. He goes up. Jeez. He goes up. Where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Which is the same chant that was used in the January 6th insurrection. Oh. Okay. And, you know, because the, they wanted to kill her. Yeah, no, this. And he even said, you know, Paul Pelosi said, she's not here. And he said, I want to break her kneecaps. If she tells me the truth, I might let her go. If not, we'll see what happens. What the f- She's not here. She's not here. Anyway, Paul Pelosi had the wits about him. He said, I have to go to the bathroom. The guy lets him go to, into the bathroom. He dials 911, keeps the call 
open. Right, right. And uses like kind of coded language. No, Nancy is not here, and I don't know who you are. So they did an emergency dispatch. When the police got there, you want me to, should I finish this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm interested in this point. When the police got there, they got there like within two minutes. They were really fast. Uh, they, they, They get into the house and they see the guy... Um, the crazy guy with a hammer and um, with Paul Pelosi and they're like fighting over the hammer. Oh my God. The guy pulls it away from Paul Pelosi and bashes him in the skull. Oh my. He has to get, I mean, then the police, you know, I mean, it all happened fast, but the police go and they arrested him, blah, blah, blah. Paul Pelosi gets rushed to the hospital because he had like all these surgeries. His cranium was, was well, yeah. smashed up. What? Okay, I have a very important but very pedantic question. What's that? What type of hammer? Is it a ball peen? Is it a regular peen? Is I didn't it look a at a mini sledge. Is I, it? I doubt it's a mini sledge. It's a hand. Be, it's a it, hand. One. It a, I don't know. Was it a rubber mallet? I Did it go look, bump? But this is what happened. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. Cruelty. Yes. Instead of both parties saying. Violence like this is wrong. An 82-year-old man, you break into the house. I mean, it yeah. was just awful. There were things immediately sent out, like Trump Jr., that fucking asshole, with a pair of underwear, because Pelosi was in bed, and a hammer across it. And Elon Musk also sent this out. Others uh, sent out this thing where, oh, Paul Pelosi had a male prostitute, or it was a lover's spat. I mean, this lie. This Wow. And what I'm talking about laughing is other politicians said other things, like that Kerry Lake and stuff like that, um, yeah, said other things, and the audience laughs. That's not... This is what I'm talking about, cruelty and not looking, you know, or when, when they're making fun of different ethnicities, you know, if if it's a different color, oh, if, yeah. it's, if it's the anti-Semitism, there's so much punching going down, on. Just punching down and... Oh, it's just, I don't... inflate their own egos and, and create and perpetuate the lie that can only be held on by scapegoating, as it's been evidenced And taking no history. blame. I don't understand right. the human psyche that revels... In this dishonesty and cruelty and deceit, why, how does that make you feel better in, in your soul? There's something wrong. So, I'm going back to Dorian Gray and I will drop this because, again, it could go on for hours. Which, about by this. the way, it's a delicious tea. The Dorian Gray tea. Ooh, it is good. It is I'll, very I'll, good. I'll, I'll, I printed out what's in it. Um, <laughs> so if we, if uh, my my wish was that we picture our own our own Dorian Grays, because I I believe that souls are there's goodness and beauty in your soul. But you know, every time you do something that really sucks, uh, and then you excuse it. Yes, and. Excuse it, take no blame, not care, and go down that and rabbit face hole no repercussion of, of and hatred. Exactly. Go, I guess I can do more. Then your your portrait, your picture is getting darker yeah. and darker. Because we all have stuff that we're guilty about oh, or that we've done wrong, but it's a like saint? you look at it and you have that human reaction of Oh, this makes me feel disgusted with myself. Exactly. I don't want to do this again. Exactly. Like that that natural You can natural... renew your 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 painting. Yeah. You can renew your self-portrait. Um no, not what nobody's I, I don't a saint. Know. Or is it just all groupthink and and masses but even then, firing then, each other and then no but something in you means that <coughs> I don't want to think about good and bad morality. I, I want to be blind. And that to me, that is a choice. It is a choice. And even if you think you've been, you know, if you've been brainwashed or whatever, it is your choice not to seek out truth. So, okay. And so, fear. And fear. And of, of, oh, I won't be a member of my group anymore. I won't have this or that. It's wrong. It's just wrong. So anyway, I also think when I said two things of Dorian Gray... I think that um, 
it's like the portrait of the country. And how is that portrait getting eroded to? Yeah. With with yeah. ideals and stuff. Well, and, and we're getting to the point where the the young radicals such as me are going, well, yeah, tear it down. Because I'm not... Tear I would, it down and rebuild? Yeah, tear it down and rebuild. Who's gonna but re- it's like, who's, who's, who's going to take over? It's going to be the people with the guns. And <sighs> with... with I mean, people people follow, people like to follow a leader. I don't. I don't. I question everybody. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> I, but anyway, so that's it. So anyway, with the, with the, the tea itself, this is again from the English Tea Store. Um, it says it's dedicated to the tale of Dorian Gray, um, the picture. Um, blah, 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 sorry. Um, the tragedy for Dorian is that no matter how hard he tries, beauty is ethereal and will always fade. In the end, he dies aged and disfigured. They didn't get into the cruelty. So they also talk about, it says, tea is itself a beautiful product to behold with so much time and effort going into the creating of each individual leaf. Once spoiling water is poured over them, the leaves wither and release their golden essence, never to produce a good, strong cup again, unless some green teas. Um, <laughs> but so what I, they're saying is... I, I do have a green tea that can be brewed up to five times. I do have one of those. Cool. But... So it says <laughs> it's based... If anybody's wondering about the flavor, it's based on the floral notes of a good, strong Earl Grey that is sweetened further with a touch of caramel both flavors serving to hint at the sweet hold of youth. To further enhance this vision of a tea, this vision, vision of a tea that reflects the waning qualities of temporal beauty, we blended in dried apple pieces, calendula petals. Calendula. I think it's those, whatever they're called. Calendula? Part of the calendula? And delicate elder blossoms. Ooh, elder blossoms. Products of nature that lend a character of tragic allure. I love oh, this tea. Goodness. I happen to. I'm going to take a sip. You talk. Yeah, I've been I've been sipping it a few times, and it it does lend a nature of tragic allure. It, that was my first thought, actually, as <laughs> um, this brew, this this liquid elixir of life and essence, graced my tongue and awashed my senses. It, but it, there is, I really love the taste of it. You know how oh, I said, no, it's delicious. I do try, I, I said in the first one, I think, that I, I buy different samples of different teas and then choose which one. This one, I, is like total keeper. I've, I've ordered larger stashes of it and I have it often. Oh. Because you see, I'm trying to stay, I want to be like Dorian and stay young forever, forever. through my tea. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we should we should look into uh, having some tea companies sponsor us. It's possible. I know. I keep on talking about the English Tea Store. Hey, English it's, Tea Store. I'm going to write to you. It's online. Now that we have so many viewers in Brussels. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. All right. So I have two, two, two options from here. Okay. Uh, my arms are spread wide. Okay. Um, one, one, and I'm going to ask if this is something you'd be comfortable with. Well, what about talking about Uncle John? Because he will, he will never, ever, ever hear this because he's a recluse. Um, we don't have to. It, it, seems to. it seems to make you uncomfortable. I will simply say he's a recluse. and uh, He has no internet, no nothing. You know, I'll tell you the truth. He, just this past week, he did something to Maureen, my sister, uh, that I'm so angry with him, and it does have to do with politics and stuff. He's a staunch Republican. Talk about put putting the, his head in the sand. I yeah, mean, just but because and of... blind, wanting to be. So I think I better not talk about him okay. now. No, that's that's perfectly My fine. My portrait will turn a little black because I could. I mean, a not little ugly because I could say. Right, it might go too. I. You know my temper. Yes. 
I I can have a temper. Okay, but now I kind of want to tell. I want you to tell about Nintendo. I t- I'm. No, it's, I'm, no, I'm I'm I, I, I'm poking a bear. To, I'm poking a bear, and I shouldn't be poking a bear. Yeah, I, no, let's. Not today. What am, I don't. You know why? Because normally when I talk about John, I can have a sense of humor. Right. I have zero sense of humor it, today. It's too soon right now. But. Okay, what was your second thing? Because I just thought of something that's a political thing. I was going to then go into what you brought up about um, going to the Obama election night in Chicago. Yeah, so this isn't talking policy, but some of the things of um, elections or meeting government officials... I was even thinking, like, where were you during the moon landing? Like, I don't know, big... Oh, my God. Like, big moments and things like that. The moon landing? Yeah, why not? Let's start at the moon landing. Okay. 1969. <laughs> um, I had I had graduated from high school. I was working at the truck stop. This is when, I mean, from the first or second episode, things with my father were horrible and all of this. But... My girlfriend, Christine, and I, we, once again, it's the thing of, I was, because I had graduated high school, they couldn't uh, keep me grounded for as long, you know, it's like, I could say, I'm sleeping over so-and-so's house, right, you, that type of thing. You, I, I could go out some. I also, the other thing, though, too, is because I had put my foot down with my father after he hit, you know, slugged me, Yeah. I, it was, fuck you guys, I'm going out. You know, I, it's, nope, right. nope. Um, anyway, <laughs> the moon landing, this is what I recall it so well. We, my Christine and I went down to Cape Cod, and we were actually, we were a little bit tipsy. I mean, <laughs> we were drinking. <laughs> Hello. Sorry about that. For uh, you, it's been two seconds, and we were just talking about the moon landing. Uh, for us, it's been about 15 minutes of trying to get my microphone working again. Yay. Welcome back <laughs> to the thing that has just been going on. This is a sudden switch for you. Um, anyway. Anyway, so, so we, we were, uh, for the moon landing, Christine and I were driving back from Cape Cod. It, there was a lot of traffic. It was, um, I think it was a Sunday or something, or a holiday. I can't remember the exact day of the moon landing. Um, but, so we heard on the radio, um, you know, one step for mankind, you know, that, yeah, that, that yeah. whole thing. And it was really cool because the traffic, people... You know, back then, you didn't have like a tape recorder or any kind of iPod or anything like that in the cars. So, was, so everybody only listened to their radios. Right. And all of the traffic started beep, 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 beep. So it was, it was like, even though we were in our separate cars, there was this celebration yeah. that went up all along the highways. So that was really cool. My Absolutely. cheeks are hurting, I remember. That was that was nice. That's great. I should I I should mention yes, I I drank in high school. Yeah. I mean. Um but I mean back then drugs like really hadn't come into the picture some eh, some smoked some marijuana, but I tried it, and all I saw were cartoon people. I didn't like it. Um, when I went home, I had to talk to my parents, and they they had turned into, like, rock, 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 these cartoon people. And I, I went, I can't do that. But with drinking, it wasn't, like, messy alcoholic stuff, but we would meet at somebody's house and play poker. Whoa. So it was, you know, drinking and... Playing poker and I was really good. Um, I was I was a good poker player, and every once in a while would be like shooting a can, you know, and stuff like you know when you 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 put the yeah you you stab the bottom and you stab the bottom and then but it wasn't about that. It was really it was kind of like um, it was it was more just social. 
and me and the guys, you know, not many of the of the of the girls played poker, but so it was, it was just fun. It was it was really fun. Anyway, um, so that was the moon landing. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Okay. Um. We'll t- I'll tell you about. Um, okay, you remember this because it was back in two thousand and eight. We were living in Chicago. Yeah. And it was the uh, um, uh, the runoff um, for Obama against John McCain, right, for the presidency, and with Obama being a senator from Illinois at exactly, that time when exactly. he was when he was running, it was really really big in Chicago. Um, that he, and the first black man. Yeah, and stuff, yeah. You know? So it was it was the combination of those two things, made it a huge cel- or a, just a huge event in Chicago to go out and like watch the and, the vote get counted up and yeah and it, and it, that was when you really found out there wasn't all this contention and recount and everything else. You really found out on election evening. Who won? So, um, Stephen was over the house, too. That's right. And we jumped on our bikes. And I remember Stephen hadn't ridden a bike in so long. (laughs) He was like, you know, swerving and everything. It was very funny. But we went up to, what's it called, Grand Park? Yeah, yeah, that was Grand Park. Up where the fountain yeah, yeah, Buckingham Fountain and all yeah. that. That's Grant Park. Right. And then further down's Millennium. But it wasn't down in Millennium Park. No. No, that was too far. It was Grant Park. Yeah, and it wasn't where the mm-hmm. Museum of Natural History is and stuff. Or No, although that is also Stadium. Grant Park. That's all right. Okay, so it's all cool. So we we took our bikes and we we pedaled up. And I don't, do you remember how it was like a sea of people, you know, camped out and and um, on blankets and stuff because yeah. they had been there like all day. Wow. Yeah. No, I, I remember it was it was a ton, a ton of people, and there were porter potties set up and everything like that. And there was a stage. Okay. And when it was announced that Obama won, he and Michelle in that red and black dress came out, and um, his two daughters. And I, rem- you know, we like, ed- we kind of edged closer <laughs> so that we could see because it was a massive amount of people. Yeah. And he gave a speech and it was like, it was because he had run on a, a, a thing of hope. Yeah. And coming out of, you know, the Bush years with the horrible market, you know, how he crashed the, the housing market and everything else. It was, I felt, I don't know how you felt, but I felt this, this, um, it's like this, if there was a dome of hope and peace and joy, that's what it felt like. Not a dome, mm. but just surrounded by that. What do you, what do you remember? Uh, honestly, I, this is embarrassing to say. I, at that point, I think I was too young to have the appreciation of... Of what was going on beyond, I mean, I, I had the appreciation for this is the first black president. Um, but I was young and naive enough that to me that meant racism is over. You know what I mean? Right. Like it was, right. I, I still had a pretty black and white worldview that it's, I mean, I was just getting out of high school. Not even, right. I was Just, in high school, yeah, wasn't no, I? Yeah, you were in high yeah, school. Yeah, I was in high school. You were 14, 16, 14, 16. 16. Wait, you were born in 92 to 2008. So you were... 16. In, and you I were was 15. about to be 16. Exactly. Because exactly. I'm about to be 30. Exactly. Yikes. Yes, and I had also brought you back for the primaries. I brought you out to see Hillary Clinton. Yeah. This is when for the primary was between Obama and Hillary. And I brought you out on some, some I, big I, place. It was one of the big speeches, yeah. one of the rallies. Yeah, um, to hear her. And again, you were, you know, 
Yeah, you don't think about politics. And you know what? You almost didn't have to think about politics that yeah, young. Yeah, that was... Because it, it wasn't like the era of, all right, there's the school shootings. And yeah. there's, uh, you know, there wasn't fear in your life as so many kids have to deal with now. No, I, I, I was managing at a gym, for anyone who doesn't know. And when I was... Uh, Doing that, I, I talked with a lot of Zoomers, a lot of the Gen Z right. kids. Managing at a gym recently, not Recent, back then. Yeah, no, yeah. recently, uh, like at, at this point in my life, uh, last year, basically. And we would talk, I would talk with some of my employees uh, about how they have to grow up with so much more awareness and knowledge than I did. I was exactly. naive. Like I, the millennials were the last generation allowed to be naive. Yeah. Um, yeah. because you know, and we if, had some life before nine 11 and then nine 11 happened and it's only gotten worse since. And also you, there was, um, we knew about climate change, but it wasn't on the top of everyone's mind. It didn't seem as dire yeah, as it is now. Because you know? it was like, hey, now's the time that we should do things about this. Right. Not I mean, 20 we years recycling down the line. and stuff like that. But, but. Right. We also kind of thought your that. Your future didn't seem in peril. Yeah. Your age, you know, at that, at that age. Yeah. It wasn't facing like, oh, we might be one of the last generations, huh? Yeah. 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 Until like, you know, evolution does its thing and. We become cockroach people. I know. Or boar people. Bo huh? Boars? Like, uh, they can survive radio radioactivity. They, they can. Don't get me started on boars. <laughs> boars like pig boars? Yeah, I'm going to shout out. Uh, uh, I, I watch some more news um, on YouTube. They're, I'll send you. Like pig boars. Yes. Oh. They're horrific. They swim through the ocean and emerge from the sea just to try to gore people. Oh, wow. Yeah, one attacked... I mean, uh, I know they can be vicious. No, yeah. Uh, one attacked... Uh, wh what's her face? Um, uh, uh, her hips don't lie. Shakira. One... Well, did he, do they do that because they're hungry? Or they're mad? They're just violent. Boars are just rage pigs. Wow. No, they, they eat things in the ground. And actually, they're terrible for the soil as well because they their little snouts dig up the earth and they'll eat everything within the earth. And so they're very like humans. They're just out to destroy? Absolutely. Wow. And actually, there's a theory that people didn't actually evolve from monkeys, but that it's more of a pig ancestry, which I think is much more likely based on, you know, the... The intelligence of pigs. I mean, their brains are different. Wow. E either way, it's an intelligent animal, but hmm. I don't know. I, I think hmm. as far as the hairlessness goes, it seems more likely. Interesting. I've thought that for a little bit. But anyway, wow. that's, that's boars. Well. This is not a bore podcast. <laughs> so I'm I'm thinking of other. Um, okay, I'll tell you the story of which you've, you've probably heard before. But um, when Bill Clinton came to see the show Chicago, this is on Broadway. Okay. Okay. Now, um, what was fascinating about it is that the days before this is in uh, it would have to be. 97, 98. I was in the show from the original opening, 96, and I left in the end of 98. So, somewhere in there, he came. Now, what was fascinating about it is um, that when a president is going to, uh, to see a show or anything else, days before the Secret Service not it's not only the theater that is like i mean you know checking for bugs checking for they map it out to see where a possible shooter could come from anything but the block around they even closed up like mailboxes mailboxes yeah wow. anything anything where anything could be hidden, hidden and... or whatever so so that it was, the security was crazy. And now, the thing is, is that for, in Chicago, 
we wore very skimpy <laughs> costumes. I mean, yeah. They, I mean, but tasteful. Yeah. And they didn't look like hookers. It was like that black oh, yeah, kind of see-through. I mean, really. It, it's dance. It's prison. It's hot. It's it's all of it. Yeah. So. It's cabaret. Having the um, the Secret Service backstage, of course, they had to be like dressing rooms, the full backstage area and stuff like that. You know, we had, we had, for anything that was like when you're dressing, there were female Secret Service um, for us. Well, but that's good. in the wings and everything, I think it probably was the cl- one of the closest times that the Secret Service were surrounded by these gorgeous people and they have to like not show anything right. i mean you know it's like sweating under the collar <laughs> well especially cuz you hear stories about secret service after hours and they're well, m- monsters <laughs> so anyway in Chica- in the show chicago there's a number um the the lawyer character in the show is named billy right Uh, Now, this was also the time when the whole Monica Lewinsky thing was, was, you know, and so so the dalliances of Bill Clinton and that whole thing about the blue dress and the cigar and all of this was coming out. And, you know, Jennifer Flowers and, and Paula Jones and all of that, you know, so... All of this was happening. So, there's one number in the show, We Want Billy. And we, it is like, very, we want Billy. You know, and we're like, lying on the floor, raising our hips up and down. Yeah. It's very, or, very slow motion kind of Lavishing your hands stuff. over him or... Uh, it just... You know, we're all he's the lyrics, we're all his. Um, yeah. suggestive. Anyway, so we were on stage, six of us, seven, six, six, seven of us, six Mary Mirrorses plus the seven, I guess, in the number. Um, anyway, we're used to doing the number. You know, I mean, it was. You know, we didn't think about it. You right. know, we're doing the show. We'd already been doing it well, like going into two years. That's what you do. So six, it was it was a number a to week. us. Yeah. So we we're doing it, you know, and belly and you know pelvis moves and all of this, <laughs> and all of a sudden we hear giggling coming from the wings. And from the audience, and we 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 were like, "This hasn't happened before." Yeah, what's going on? You know, we didn't we didn't. It's not a funny con- number. No. Yeah. And, and it was like, what is happening? That this laughter is starting to bubble up from the wings, from the audience, and then it clicked. Of oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Bill Clinton, and we're sexy, sexy, saying, we want Billy. (laughs) (laughs) It was, but we had to keep going, you know, with all this sexy move and stuff. And (laughs) it was so hard to try to keep a straight face. And it's like you wanted to go, stop the number, stop the number. You know, change his name for this one. (laughs) I know. He's Willie. Can we do something? This is just, this is awful. (laughs) And then when we had to keep going and then the lawyer character comes out and it's still, and the lawyer characters, you know, basically say, exactly, and I'll do anything for you. Yeah, I'll do anything for love. And it's all these big feathers, anything, right. Right. It was, the suggestion was just, oh my God. It was hilarious looking back. But to, to not realize it. And nobody thought ahead of time of... Well, why would you? But... Because it was a number in a show. You yeah. know, but no, the director... Nobody thought to say, oh, two and two together. Right. They didn't put Billy. 
with, with Bill. Bill. So anyway, but that's what an audience will, of course, do. Oh, and I mean, <laughs> it was like it was it was, but it, what was really cool is um, afterwards, we were backstage. We were still in our costumes, you know, which is kind of like now you're meeting the president. <laughs> I, you know, I'm in like bra, see-through blouse tied that way down to my waist. I mean, like, the, but the, you know, little trunks on. Which you can still find pictures of her costume on, on the posters and things like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's the one like, with, uh, with B.B. Neuwirth. You know, it's, it's the 1996 revival that is still running on Broadway now. I would, to be a part of that was really cool, to conceive. It was reconceived, and to be a part of that was, uh, was really cool. In high school, there was a kid with a, a shirt that had like a pattern of the poster all all over <gasps> his really? shirt. And I told him, I said, "Hey, that's my mom on your shirt." <laughs> that's my mother. Yeah. I, and he was like, "No, it's not." He didn't believe me. He did not believe me. No matter what I said, no matter what I did, he refused to believe. Well, that's kind of it's gross. Like, it's a little gross. It's not that bad. But like. It, it, I thought he would be excited. I'd be like, oh, wow, let's gab musical theater for a second. Not like... That's my mother on that bra. No, it's not on that bra. It wasn't. It was a shirt. It was a full shirt. No. No, but yeah, you were in the bra. Bra and yeah. completely sheer black thing over it. Yeah. With like this leather belt with, <laughs> with little nubs on it. Silver little, nubs. little nubs. But anyway, so... We got, we lined up after, at the end of the show, back, uh, on stage with the curtain shut, obviously. It was like a lineup. You know how you line up to meet the queen, you know, in yeah. England. This was... Um, I'm imagining like Forrest Gump. When, yes, uh, yeah, as, exactly. But we, and he would, he traveled down. Oh, he traveled down he the traveled line. He traveled down. We stayed still. <laughs> That's weird. And he traveled down. <laughs> and it was kind of like... I mean, he was very pleasant, and he was a very charming man. I'm sure. But it was Bill, Billy, (laughs) and then Hillary. Oh, wow. Then Al Gore and his wife. Oh, Tip, Tip, no, that's Tip O'Neill. Oh, what's Al Gore's wife? Tip, begins with T. Anyway. Tipperella Stravonitz. No, Stravonitz. Wife. T- anyway. Trudy. So, it was kind of, poor Hillary. Because again, in their lives, they're going through the Monica Lewinsky thing and yeah. she's sticking by him even though she's so, uh, you know, so pissed off and everything. I mean, <laughs> so humiliated. So, you know, you meet Bill. Actually, I have a picture of it somewhere. Or it's lost. Um, so it was shaking Bill, Bill's hand, and because I played the Hungarian character, and the only thing I said was either in Hungarian, the only English words I said was were not guilty, not guilty, and so people, it's like, uh-uh. they they people picked me out, and they would just go like instead of say, they'd go instead of saying hello they'd she. This happened like with Rosie O'Donnell. I mean, with with all these people when I'd meet, they'd never say like, "Oh hi, how are you?" They'd go, "Not guilty," <laughs> <laughs> and it would always make me laugh because the only thing, again, I spoke Hungarian in the show, but the with the only English words being "not guilty," I would use it. Like to say hello to different characters on stage and stuff, or if I had to agree, or even like when it was pleading, like uh, I, I need attention, Billy, can you help me? I just go like, not guilty, not not guilty, not not guilty, not. And so when people yeah, actually so, like, would not even say, oh, what's your name, or or hi, I love the show, they just go, not guilty. <laughs> so, Bill Clinton. <laughs> Shakes my hand. Not guilty. <laughs> really? <laughs> and I was going, in my head, I was like, but you it. are. Ah. <laughs> you know. So then, I mean, Hillary was <laughs> very icy. She was pleasant, but very icy coming down. Because well, here you, 
again, she has to sit there and watch us ride over the floor saying, we, we want, want Billy. Billy. So yeah. it was like, I think she must have been dying. It's like another humiliation. Another, and they have the whole audience and, laughing. And not not even intended, but like, oh, you know, it's so, not an uncommon name. Um, so then Al Gore. I was so... He's the vice president. Yes. Yeah. And and the one the that whole... lost in, in to Bush in two thousand and that whole debacle. Yeah, and and he... informed everyone about climate change for the exactly. first real. I mean, in the first big way. What was that? Inconvenient truth. Yeah. Yeah. He. I was so impressed by him. We actually chatted a little bit. What an intelligent, warm, uh, centered person. I remember more than meeting the Clintons, I was like, wow, uh, this guy, this guy is, this is a leader. And then, you know, people would say, oh, he's so stiff and this and that. When, with talking, you know, I went, oh, that's not, that's not, he's I, yeah, I I was just yeah. super, super impressed. But he's not him. as fun as George W. Bush, who gets to joke about his own war crimes now. Oh, God. <laughs> but you know what? I mean, I saw, you know, it is here. We go back to politics. George Bush was a, a dopo, and he, he, uh, he could be manipulated by the people around him and Cheney and everything else, blah, 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 blah. He did the whole war in Iraq thing, you know, horrible... But he wasn't malicious yeah. or cruel on purpose no, he was like Trump. Classic political Family. evil, whatever, but not like the machinations, but not but uh not all the shit that riling up a coup, not and, uh active racism in the White House, not Yeah. Yeah. Maybe some inactive racism in the White House, but like not not in your face, um Bringing you down into the mud. And creating divisions in such a... Yes, they still stonewalled everything in the Obama years and et cetera, et cetera, but it's like... It's, no, it's Trump. That, it's Trump. The, Trump the big change Trump of... Trump unleashed the devil in people's souls. Yeah, let's... It, uh, the, the to become a Cult-like what ideas and the... What a pig. What a pig. Anyway, okay, 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 enough of that. Um, let me see, any other government? Oh, one other government. Oh, this was fun. <laughs> I can't, I'm trying to think of people who are political figures. Um, well, I just did my lips. Um, when I was, okay, I'm with the, with the Ballet de Marseille. We're on tour. We're heading to Russia. I was very lucky. This is 1974. So height of Cold War. Oh. Or like and, the last... Oh, no, I mean, no, 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 that's super height. That's 10 years till the end. Five, 10 years till the end, right? Yeah, because it wasn't until like 1990 that the wall was so taken down and all years. of that. Um, no, so it was height of the Cold War. And I was... France had a different um, agreement with Russia... So being in a French ballet company, even though I was American, I was allowed to go in. That's another whole Russia and what I saw there. Um, that's another whole thing. But That'd be interesting soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. And living Russia and China. Yeah, I was going to say, that could be a fun... Yeah. Um, yes, I got to see things that normal tourists don't see. They couldn't hide everything. Everything. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, so <laughs> we actually were traveling from Marseille, from then Paris, and this and that. We went to Finland, which borders. Yeah. Um, it, oh, so poor Finland. It, it was doing, doing Finland and then heading into Russia, down to St. Petersburg, Moscow, Odessa, stuff like that. But, right, in Finland, we did the premiere of, it was uh, 
we, it was Notre Dame, the ballet Notre Dame de Paris, which you can still see. Not the one I was in, but it's still online. Anyway, actually, there's a Capella that I'm in that's oh. on that's on YouTube. Really? Yes, I'll have to show you something. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, with Karen Kane. Huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was one of the six little friends. The six little friends. Yeah. No, but I'll show you. I'll show you. Yeah, no, I'd definitely be interested in seeing it. Um, anyway, so we're in Finland, and it was the first time I tried bear meat. Did oh, you have bear when you were in Finland? No, I wanted bear. I want to try. It was not the right season for bear. I had reindeer. I had other things, but I did not get to try bear yet, and I've always wanted to try bear. Yeah, it's good. It, um, it's it kind of tastes like a rich steak. Yeah, but it's very it's very good. I remember though, with eating, it's kind of like I am with venison. I can eat some, but then my richness factor kind of kicks in of. Okay, I've had enough. Yeah. But anyway, so at the Finnish, the Finnish embassy threw us a big party. <laughs> and again, this is, this is me and, you know, I'm disco queen. I even remember what I had on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and so this, this big party where, you know, the dancing and the disco and having a ball. It was great. Then, this is, am I embarrassed or not? It's the truth. Whoops, I touched the microphone. Did I ruin it? No, it's all good. So then, um, a small group, it was, it was the, uh, the two principal male leads, the stars of the company, and... Me, it was the English speaking. Uh, I mean, that you know, it's like there were two Americans, me and me and um, Julia. There's a Canadian Claire, English Katie, and Rebecca from Denmark or something like that. Anyway, we were kind of the. I was known as the crazy American <laughs> because I love disco. And, um, but we were, the, we were the fun group. You know, we would have parties at our house that everybody would want to come to and stuff like that. That's know? great. That's fun. Um, yeah, it was great. So anyway, they said, it, this was like, okay, the Etoiles, the lead dancers, and um, the Finnish, and this is where it's political, he was like the Finnish... Prime Minister or something. I mean, he was a big, big wig. Sure. Big wig. And they said, there's a sauna downstairs. Ooh. If you'd like, we'll bring champagne. We'll do the thing of running out, you know, go outside, get freezing cold. That's great. Come in, we do the sauna, there's showers, there's all of this. And it was, it wasn't like, hey, let's get sexy. It was, as you know... Yeah. A cleansing thing. No, it's it's just a cultural thing. So, I was like, wow, oh, game. Okay, why not? So we went down, and, I mean, it was a thing. At first, we had, like, we were naked, but we had towels on, and then it's like, all oh, the hell with the towels. <laughs> so we're, we're sitting there, like, with this prime minister or whatever, and sitting in a sauna, sweating and drinking ice-cold champagne. Well, <laughs> nothing better. <laughs> I, I, I mean, that, uh, uh, it was, again, it was innocent and just innocent and decadent at the same time, you know. <laughs> So the decadent luxury. In my blush, I'm blushing a little bit because oh, I'm telling my blush. son. This is a this is <laughs> a telling my juicy, son, juicy my son this. <laughs> and then I mean, well, um, the welcome back again. The microphone keeps cutting out for whatever reason. It might be a wire problem. It might be something else. But um, it doesn't seem to be happy. But we're about six minutes away, five minutes away from 
hitting an hour anyway. So, so that's a, this that's is good. that's a great story to end on. Um, I feel like there was a natural conclusion to it that wasn't just cutting it off. But more but... happened later. <laughs> but I think more happened later. Yeah. We, I mean, you know what? I, okay, I have I, this. I've been debating this. I have there's one T that is called Lover's Leap. Uh oh. And I went. Okay, I'm talking to my son. I'm talking to my son. Do I get into some of the lovely men that have been in my life? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> no, I mean, as as a thing. I still have to think about that. But the thing is, I wouldn't use any names. Sure. But then people might figure it out. And so I don't um, know whether I should do that one or whatever not. whatever you're comfortable with. I don't know. Um, yeah, but what does it matter? I don't know. I, mm, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, you know, something happened later on that was um, romantically magical. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a good night. The whole thing. <laughs> okay, that's enough. I'm going to blush. <laughs> I'm sweating here. I'm blushing. Um, All right. Well, on that note, I guess... Unless you want to just talk about the rest of the night. You got four minutes. No. No. All right. Well, let me just put it this way. Everybody, you know, the party's over. Everybody goes back to their hotel rooms and this and that. And then there was a knock on my door. And I knew who... (laughs) I knew who... It was an inevitable that this was going to happen after about six months of looking and you know when you know like if you put two magnets sure way far away and like they just keep coming closer and closer and it was over a period of time that it was it was like so it wasn't the prime minister it wasn't no no okay no. i mean that would be a scandal that would be a scandal no it was someone else and so the knock on the door it was when the two magnets finally touched. wow <laughs> well crazy. there might have to be the the lovers lane it tea was, or whichever it was yeah yeah it was great it was great. <laughs> no, it was because it wasn't it wasn't like a one night stand type thing. It was the inevitable finally happening. happening. Yes. Uh, yes, it was fabulous. It was fabulous. <laughs> I have my head and my hands up. I'm embarrassed. I'm in front of my son. By the way, all right, here's it's a fine. fast thing. Here's a fast thing. People don't know us. No. So you are going to turn thirty yeah. next week. I'm already seventy-one. Yeah, I had you later in life. Yes, which might be a thing of. Um, uh, it's not like we are truly almost two generations apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, growing up, people would think that uh, you were my. No one ever called me mother. Also, I have I have dark hair. She has blonde hair, like the blondest hair. Um, and she's got blue eyes. I've got dark eyes. Yeah, we don't, we don't look alike. So (sighs) I was either your grandmother, your nanny, like Olga, I'm the, I'm the the Swedish. Not guilty. (laughs) But people would, I was your nanny. I was your, people thought I was your like. Because I was always the one getting kids together at the p- swimming pools right, and stuff. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and playgrounds. I was like the rec director, <laughs> you know, or the the, the, uh, the gym counselor. No one ever called me your mother. No. It was that hurt. <laughs> that hurt. But. But. You are my pal. I mean, not only... My lovely son. Yeah, we're friends. Good friend. Good friend. I adore you. I adore you, Mom. All right. We're not right. getting mushy. Okay. Yeah. I finished Click. my tea already, but we clicked, and it, it was a very good one. This tea was delicious. 
I like that we save all the, the juicy dish for the end of the episode. So you got to get through all the political stuff to get to, <laughs> to, get to the, the, the night in Finland. <laughs> one night in Finland. One night in Finland. Okay. Instead of one night in Bangkok. And Bangkok. One night in Helsinki. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Love okay. you. Love you. I, I, and we love all of you. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye.